Well, welcome everyone to From Busy to Rich with Wes Young. This is a podcast designed to inspire advisors to increase your profitability and your quality of life. And we're going to talk about both of those today as we continue our work through the Traveling Light series where Wes teaches you how to have a vision for your day, your month, and your year. So let's get back into it. Uh, Wes, how are you? I'm fantastic again. Good. Good. Glad to have you. And Justin, good to see you, my friend. Good to be seen. And uh, Wes, let's jump right back into it. Let's get going. But yeah, where, where, where were we? And then let's sure. keep moving forward uh, with this process of traveling light. Yep, yep. I'll do a quick overview just for the benefit of those who didn't hear part one. But we got a lot of good stuff in part one of this. So I recommend you go back and listen to that one if you haven't. Um, this is all about navigating the gap. All of us in life have this gap between where we are and where we want to be. Uh, I think one of the most beautiful things about people is we were built to make things beautiful. We were built to make things better and better tomorrow than today, better better uh, today than yesterday. And so there's really not a, a, a like a sane thinking person on the planet that doesn't want life to continue to evolve to better. And to do that, we've got this thing that I call a gap between where we are and where we want to be. And, and the gap never goes away. It just moves. Um, it, it just continues to evolve no matter how much success you have, how far down the road you get. It continues to to uh, move to a, a different, um, like different, better version of that. So the interesting thing we talked about last week was that if you're not careful, and I loved your analogy that you had, Andy, that if you're not careful, you either rust out or burn out. Meaning rust out is that you get so tired of, of trying to chase the next thing, the next obstacle, the next win, whatever that might be, yeah. that you just go passive. And you just sit still and you begin the process of just living a heavy, lethargic life where your memories exceed your dreams. And that's not any fun. Um, the opposite is you burn out, right? Is, is that you, you, you are so focused on the future that you're not even enjoying where you are in the journey on your way to where you're going. And because of this right. gap between where we are and where we want to be never goes away, it just moves. You're going to be on the journey as long as you're on this side of eternity, right? You're, you're going to be navigating this gap forever. So you, if you're never enjoying where you are on your way to where you're going because you're waiting to get to next, you're always going to be waiting to get to next. So yeah, our dialogue centered around this idea of how, how do we not do that? How do, we, how do we live a life that's not an endless problem that's never solved, but an opportunity that we get to pursue? That it's, it's not a, the weight of life, like that Lou Holtz quote we talked about. It's not the weight that loads you down. It's how you carry it. Right. And, and so wh- wh- how do we transform life towards the exciting adventure we get to pursue? And, and really what we said is you, you don't do that by default. You, you do that by design. Yeah. And and so, the, 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 I will say the danger, though, is um, that sometimes we're not aware of our default. We're not realizing that we are defaulting to our default a lot. Right. And I think one of the measures of that is uh, I think we want to be comfortable. But I think if we're, we're always in that comfort space, then we're not growing. Right. Like resistance. It's not, it's not like, hey, you know how I, I hired a trainer. It's like, how is it? Oh, it's great. Like. We just sit there and talk. <laughs> no, great, great conversation. No. That's a counselor. And that's different. And those are valuable people as well. But you would never go to your trainer and be like, you know, take it easy. Yeah. No, you're paying them to be hard, right? To, yeah. to, to make it, because to, to, that's where you grow, right? And so, again, I, we're going to have some really practical things today to talk about how to get out of your default, because I think our nature um, can, can go to a default. And that default can be that you go, 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 and you don't stop. And the problem with that is it's not sustainable. That's why you get oil changes and you take naps, right? Uh, and, and then also you don't want to default to laziness or idleness 
uh, or just sort of, going, oh, it's just whatever happens, happens, right? So, so keep moving us forward, Wes, because I know you've got some really practical things we can do today. Yep, yep. So last week, the big idea of these two-part exercise that we engage in is to have an exciting vision and, and be in a grateful condition. Exciting vision and be in a grateful condition. So last week, part one of the exercises, um, just high-level overview, was we said you got to start out with a three-year vision that really encompasses all the things in life, the big areas of life we care about, our financial, professional, relational, physical, and spiritual life, so that we're not lopsided, so that we grow in a direction intentionally in all the areas of life that matter, because one affects the other. Um, And then we said, you can't just lean on that big three-year vision. That's exciting. And that's where a lot of energy comes from. Um, you got to back it down. And we went through a bunch of specific examples on this, but to a 90-day vision, because that's one that's actually going to cause, it's going to inform your behavior, right? It's going to, it's going to actually make you today say, what am I actually doing about it right now to get me to that three year mile or that three month milestone? Um, and so, so we started there. We said part one is you got to have that part two, part two, which is where I want to spend all our time today in having an exciting vision and a grateful condition. It, it really comes down to renewing your mind every, every single morning. One of the things you want to do is you want to renew your mind to that exciting vision that you wrote out um, because because if you don't, here's what tends to happen is it you know we've all written great like goals on paper and things we want to do, and then we just drift away from that. The reason we oftentimes trade what we want ultimately for what we can have immediately is we just forget about what we wanted ultimately. you know we don't we're not reminded in fact, one of the you know my favorite writers. Uh, said that we're transformed by the renewing of our minds, by the renewing of our minds. It, it, it's it, you conform or you transform. You can conform to the default of what culture is feeding you, of what um, goals that people are setting for you or intentions for you, or you can transform. You can change into the thing you want by being really, really clear and renewing your mind to that every single morning. So just very practically, Andy, the first thing that, that uh, one of the things I do uh, every morning, and when I don't, I feel it, is renew my mind. What did I what did I say I wanted three years from today? What am I moving towards in all the big areas of life that I care about? What is my 90-day milestone and what am I physically doing about it? And, and that just, it's it just is great because it kind of like if you've ever, you know, downloaded one of those weight loss apps. Um, you might not because you're in stellar physical condition, but well, how about any app that is supposed to change your habits or whatever? I got, I got a folder full of habit apps, right? Yeah. And and if you think it's not on my home screen, let's put it that way. (laughs) We're, we're, we're knocking on the door by the time this podcast airs of the new year, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, we're coming up to it and what's everybody going to do. It's, but you can look at the stats, weight loss apps, they're going to get downloaded, right? Mm. And, and what they have you do, they have you log your food and they have you log your weight and they have you put in there what your ideal weight yeah. is. And even if the only thing you did every day was log your weight and look at your ideal weight, did you know that automa- automatically will make you make different decisions because you're just aware. And, and I think the absence of awareness, I mean, in, in renewing your mind to that exciting vision. Yeah. It just provides a new kind of energy for me to enter the day when it comes to the the future that I'm looking at. Yeah, and it's and again, I think go back to the last episode where I talked about the blind spot. You know, um, I think what's funny is I, you know I'm driving into the office this morning, and you know if you're aware enough as a driver, you kind of see a you kind of see a car coming, and then you don't see it. 
and you don't think, oh, the car disappeared. No, it's, it's in your blind spot, right? Yeah. You know, but but knowing that you've got that, so you're more aware when you when you are intentional about these things. What was a blind spot or what was a default, which I think is another form of a blind spot, meaning you just aren't thinking, right? Because you don't see it and it's just sort of automatic. It right. goes away, right? Suddenly you are aware, you know, you are you are seeing it. And it's, um, I'm trying to remember what study it was, but there was something where it was like, they, people made better decisions, not because you told them to, but they just started paying attention. One of it was, if you started like working out in the morning, the default was you ate better. Even yeah. if you didn't make the decision to eat better, but if you work out in the morning, by the time you get to lunch, you're like, I don't want to ruin my workout right. by eating poorly. And, and no one told them to do that, but they did it because they were aware of, they were, they were more aware, right? Mm-hmm. To- totally agree. And I think, I think it's just critical to navigating the gap light is renewing your energy around what you're actually moving towards. Um, the second part, and this is what I think really gets us, it'll keep you from rusty or from burning out is, is having a grateful condition. So um, grateful condition is really that taking note of what you're grateful for in your life right now saying whether that's your health, your family, your, and being very specific with it, things you've accomplished to date, celebrating the wins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we always have future things we're, we're moving towards, but, but boy, we've probably come a long way and we probably actually have some stuff in our lives right now that we once prayed for. And if let we don't ask, take time. Let me ask you though, Wes, and uh, it, you get as personal as you want here. When are, when is it most difficult for you to be uh, grateful? When I'm focused on what's not yet in my hands, when I'm focused on a, a, even a good things like a goal or, or something that's not yet occurred that I'm working really hard to get to, yeah. I can, my total attention goes to what the gap where I'm not yeah. instead of what has been and what I have and where I'm, what I, what I should be celebrating. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you the same question, Justin, when, when do you, because part of this, I'm asking this question because you who are listening right now, I, I want you to know, you know, we're not all like goal monsters who just achieve all things, you know, like we, we struggle with this stuff. Um, but but I think that one of the dangers is if you struggle long enough, you, you let your ambition die. Yeah. You know, um, and so, Justin, when when do you struggle with with gratitude? Uh, daily. Would be the right. Answer. Justin only yeah. struggles with this on days end and why, but every right, other day right. of the week, he is the man. He is no, it's, it's really easy for me to be like so focused on the goal and direction of where I want to go. That's really hard for me to step back and remind myself to just be present and, you know, look back on like what I have achieved. Right. Like, cause yeah. ultimately for me, like I'm very competitive in everything I do. Like the, the bar is always higher. Right. Like, so it's, it's, I'm still not where I should be. Right. So, so especially when I've, when I've not reached something, it's really hard, like hit a, hit a goal that I had set or at a point by a certain point that I had, I had in mind or thought I would be. Uh, it's really hard for me to stop in that moment and be like, you know what? I'm, I'm still thankful and grateful that I've reached this. Like looking at like there were still wins in that. And it was yeah. really hard for me to stop and do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let me let me share two things if I if I may, uh, Wes. Yeah. One is my answer is different than you guys. When I struggle with gratitude, is when I am in the presence of a setback. When I am when I am sure, you know, um, 
when there's an area of my life that is not going well, it taints all the other areas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, it's it's kind of like driving by a skunk, you know? You're like, what smells? It all smells, you know? Why? Uh, just everything's ruined. Everything's like, bad. really? Is everything ruined? And so that's what I struggle with gratitude when I have, and it could, I can have a great day and then traffic, or I can have a great day and one of my kids says this or this. Like, it's really hard because they, they sort of, they taint each other, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then here's the other, um, well, I'll say that for another time. So that, that's where that's when I struggle. I struggle with um, when I have an, when I'm in the middle of a setback. Um, it, it it sort of taints everything, and yeah, that yeah. you know uh, that's it's not it's it's sort of like so is everything bad? Really, everything you know the person you voted for didn't win. So like yeah. so so does that mean that your kids don't love you? You know, <laughs> no, it's just it's it's one part of your life. You know what I mean? There is, and there is so like everyone can, there are things in life that you can focus on that again, you once prayed for and, or, or if it was taken away from you, you would pray for. And I think that's really important to focus in on every day is say, what am I super excited about? There's a fascinating book called uh, what drives winning by Brett Ledbetter. And I got to, I, Brett and I spoke at the same meeting once and we had dinner together and he was telling me uh, about, he, so he coaches collegiate athletes top performing collegiate athletes, any coaches, coaches that coach collegiate athletes, like coach K was one of his clients as an example. Um, but one of the things he goes through, he says, cause it's so, you know, you have these super competitive people that are like so focused on where they want to go. And they're usually not happy. Like he said, that they're, they're coming to him for the mental part of the game. And they found out happier players or happy players are generally better players. And, and so when yeah. they're in a good mindset, so he has them do this exercise where he says, Hey, Go back and I want you to write out everything that's happened from the time you were 15 to now that you're super proud of, that you're excited about, that that occurred and and who and who you're grateful for right now in your life and who you're grateful for along that journey. And they do it. And he says, now, if someone would to go back in time and tell the 15 year old version of you, right. all these great things are going to happen. Would you be happy? And every single one of them says, yeah. And he says, so why aren't you? And you know why? Because we're so focused on the future vision, we're not in a grateful condition. And, and that's where this, this type of work really is, is so mission critical to traveling light. Because listen, you can, you can get across that gap. You can either do it with a smile or a frown, right? A scowl or be it's like, man, I am, I'm grateful. Now, it, does not, it is not about the absence of ambition. So this isn't like seeing Kumbaya and I'm not pushing towards anything. I'm I am like, a, I don't know if you have done the Enneagram ever, uh, Andy, yeah. it's, it's like that ancient personality profiling system. Yeah. I'm an Enneagram seven, which is enthusiastic visionary. So to the biggest extreme, if, if like, if you want to like sweeten up the size of an idea, tell it to me and we'll like, I'll, I'll take it places that you didn't even thought. I was like, Hey, we can not only that, not only should we right. go to Napa Valley, we should rent a private jet and right. we should stop in Vegas on the way. Cause we could really make this, you know, right, so, right, right. so I get so big into the future. But but I'm going to tell you, this This is to my own personal capacity and joy and sanity. Grateful condition is 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 quality of life. It happens because I have a grateful condition. I, I'm excited about where I am on my way to where I'm going. Right. Um, we, we even think about it like this as a team. We, we've been in several studies. We're in run right now, um, John Eldridge study and uh, uh, called, what, what is the name of that book? that we're in right now. Do you remember, Justin? It's, it's like getting your life back or 
he'll find it and, and, and speak yeah, to it get, in a second. Get your life back. Get your life back. Yeah. And it's really about just pausing a lot yeah. to be grateful for where I'm at right now. To, and and it, they actually have an app. If you want a cool little little tool here, oh, you yeah, can download the app. That. Yeah. That's called yeah. pause. And it, and it notifies me a couple times a day. Okay. Hey, take a minute. Take a minute just to just to rest a little bit. And th- thank you. You know, just to, to be grateful for where I am right now and, and the people yeah. around me. Um, you know, I, I little things that you can do. This isn't like you have to just do this one time a day. This is like you could set alarms and, and get this going all. Because I think this, I think gratitude, more, um, unlike anything else, I mean, vision's important to filling up your emotional gas tank to going through the day. Yeah. But I think gratitude is like a different level. It, it fills up your emotional gas tank to be able to walk. Because here's things are going to happen you didn't plan for. You know, things are going to happen. Don't go your way. Just like you said, that have the capacity to taint everything else. But if I'm going in and I'm just super aware of all the great things I'm grateful for on my way to where I'm going, I just am lighter. I don't run out of gas in the day versus if I don't do those things. I think one of the things I want to encourage you, if you're if you're listening right now and, and you're you're still engaged, which I hope you are, is that. This can, I, I'm, I'm just trying to think of the cynic right now, or, or not even the cynic, that's too harsh. I'm thinking of you who are listening and you're just going through some stuff or business is just nowhere near where you want it to be this year. Um, and I want to encourage you that one of, the, one of the ways is not to wait to go find, it's not to, the way to solve this discouragement, this, this frustration, this, 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 this valley that you're in is to go find something to be, it's not to go create something to be grateful for. It's to go find something to be grateful for. And I think what's fascinating when you can find something to be grateful for. And one of the greatest examples of this, I think his name was Victor Frankl. He wrote that meaning. Is that right? Yeah. Man's search for meaning. And his story is that he was in a concentration camp. Yeah. Not, not a great place to vacation, you know, and the story is it's such a short, that book was so short, uh, but they've had to reprint it, you know, so many times. But the point is this, that if you want every excuse in the world to be removed for being grateful for anything, like it's being in a concentration camp, it it is, it is to consider other than eternal damnation. What is the worst existence you could have as a human being while you're, while you're still alive? It's a, it's a, from what we know, it's a concentration camp. And this man found a way to have gratitude and meaning. Mm-hmm. And, I, and and the point is that is what sustained him. That's right. So I, I want to pause and give you that word as you're listening to us that first, like we, we've been there, we'll be there. Like it, life gets hard, but the way to climb out of that is not, I, I want to encourage you. Like you don't have to go achieve something to get out of that. Maybe you just look around and you go, you know what? If I got breath in my lungs, I'm not done yet. And that yeah. means that there just there must be more for me to do. And I woke up today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and so the gratitude can be a fuel to go find achievement, right? It's not something you feel only after you found achievement. Does that make sense? That's awesome. Yeah. And, and I think this extends to so many different aspects. I know we're going to have some future sessions, uh, some additional traveling light sessions, um, but just practically, Andy, one of the things that we do as a team, and we're doing this a little differently this round, is we we will do a like an activity matrix. So basically, we'll write out every single thing I do throughout my day. 
And, and then I'm going to assign a value to it, a 10, a five or a one. And, and, and a 10 would be uh, something that I, it's my highest and best use in our organization with the current team structure we have. Okay. A five is like, this is important. It needs to be done. Do I really need to be the one doing it? Or could this be like moved to someone else in the organization that would be better fit for it? A one is something that no one should be doing. Like we, we've inherited it. We should just stop. <laughs> Nobody should be doing it anymore. But here's the second part. This is, this is the part that I think has so much merit to traveling light and what we're talking about here. Then we assign another value, a 10 of five or one, 10 being, I love this. Five being, I, I, I don't hate it. Yeah. But it, it's, it's like something that, that I will do. It's not you know? why I wake up every day. Right. Yeah, it's not going to light me up. And then, and then a one, a one's like, I hate this. This is, this is bad. But here, here's what's been interesting is, you know, all, all of us, like sometimes you just got to do stuff in, in your business. Yeah. But sometimes the five is not because I don't love the activity. It's because I've got so much of it. It's overwhelming. And it's like weighing on my day that I'm not grateful for that anymore. And so I can find that sometimes if I just change the tempo, of how I'm going about doing some of the activities. I fall in love with them. I'm gra- I'm grateful for them again. So I think gratitude exercises, it's almost important to think about that. Not just like, what am I grateful for? But what am I grateful for that I get to do every day? And like, what am I happy about? And then if you find yourself in a place where a lot of these things are not like delivering the joy, d- ask yourself why, you know, because you need to keep the grateful condition. And if it's just, hey, I'm just burnt. I, I got too much of it. Well, then change your schedule or hire someone. That can that can help with that. And I know we'll talk more about that logistically. I want to give one example, Andy, to, to close for today. Okay. Of just a, uh, you know, I like to make people cry, so I'm going to try and make people cry on our on our uh, podcast here. Um, no, they won't cry, but it is a great story because I think it's a wonderful example. So, so my dad um, in 2017, I got a phone call at like two o'clock in the morning uh, from from my mom and. And you know, when you get a phone call from mom at two o'clock in the morning, she's not calling to say, hey, everything's great. Yeah. Just checking in. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like yeah. something has gone bad. And so uh, long story short, they flew my dad uh, via helicopter to the hospital and uh, was diagnosed with bacterial meningitis. He was basically Whoa. somewhat of a comatose state. Yeah. Uh, the doctors gave him uh, like a 10% chance of living. He was in the, ended up being in the hospital for uh, over three months, had... Um, uh, had had pneumonia, had a tracheotomy put in at one point, had called code blue on him at one point, multiple times told us, hey, if you want to say goodbye, now's the time. Yeah. So so now come full side of that, he managed to one day just to kind of wake up and stuff, you know, kind of climbing through the other side. But when he left the hospital, this is really the point of the story that, that I want to get to. He leaves the hospital and the doctor said, well, yeah, he probably will live. Um, he's never going to see right out of his left eye. So he had a patch over, over that eye or his right eye. And, uh, and he's probably never going to walk without assistance of a walker and some other people around him. Um, probably, probably not be able to eat again because he had a, a, the, the a tube go down his throat for so long that it damaged his epiglottis. Wow. And wow. so, so he was, so my dad to know him uh, to where he came from before my dad ran peaks Pikes Peak marathon multiple times. So he was in very, very good physical condition. Um, wow. he loves to eat like eating is, is a competitive sport in our family. So, uh, at Thanksgiving, we don't eat till we're full. We eat till we're tired. Right. So it's, yeah. and, and so, um, so the, keep in mind, these things are now gone from his life. 
He can't do those two things, two things which he really loved. But when you were with my dad, the only thing you got to hear was how grateful he was for where he was at. That he said, I got, got you know, God's given me additional life on, on this side of eternity and yeah, yeah. I'm going to make the most of it. And, and today, when he told me about the things, today, Wes, I stood up for, um, for five minutes without the assistance of the walker. Uh, today, I walked across the room. And mm. so every day, it wasn't about what he lacked. And, and, and I'm going to also tell you, it also wasn't about an absence of a big vision. Because he said, I'm going to run again. I, he said, I know that it's possible uh, and, I, and I'm going to do everything I can. But even if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be grateful for where I am. And, mm. and so he had that posture. Now, fast forward to today, you know, uh, um, my dad is in excellent health. He runs long distances again. He eats a whole lot. You know, I will tell you, he loves to eat. Um, we got a great picture that we always show with him reeling in this big billfish that he did like six months after he was let, let out of the hospital because he recovered in his strength. But I'll tell you that the guy holding the billfish in all the pictures that we like to celebrate is the same guy that has the neck brace and the patch on his eye when he came out in his spirit, because he has a great, he had a, he has a, a very, very big vision and also a grateful condition. And if we can just get this one thing, right. If we, if, if our, you know, Listen, everybody listen, you got big goals. You, you want to transform your practice. We talk about all that stuff here all the time. Yeah. And you're going to be successful. You are going to become an elite advisor, have massive success. What I would say is, man, enjoy the journey. Enjoy being in a grateful condition as you're reaching towards that big vision because it's just making travel light. I can teach you a bunch about strategy and tactic. I just want you to enjoy implementing these things. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great story. I'm glad to hear about your dad. That's great. Um, and I think that one of the problems with being in an industry where, you know, there is a lot of success going around, there is, you know, you work with successful people, you see other people working, you know, um, uh, that, that it can just be really easy to live in uh, some day yeah. right? instead of the today, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that the key to a great someday is probably today. Right. It, it is. What are you going to do today? Right. And that's just it, it's a matter of stop looking ahead all the time and look yeah. down and go. Um, and and uh, I'll end with one less less heavy story, but yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe a little brevity or levity uh, and brevity uh, is that um, I remember this <laughs> like it was yesterday. Uh, my son is 14 now. He was probably four and uh, it's back when we lived in South Dakota, and I remember him yelling from the next room, and we lived in a little house, so he didn't have to yell that loud. But, Dad, where's my Spider-Man? Dad, where's my Spider-Man? And I was like, buddy, I don't know. Where did you see it last? It's in here. I, I had it in here. And it was just his Spider-Man character thing in his hand, you know? And uh, I was like, buddy, well, where'd you, you know, where are you playing? I had it in here. And I'm okay, and I'm watching television and being a bad, you know, parent and adult and human being and not paying that much attention to my own child. But I can't find my dad, my Spider Man. I was like Sam, Samuel. I, I don't. All right, let me let me look. But and I don't like get out of my chair. I just kind of lean over and I stop watching television. I look in the other room, and I can see my son standing there in the other room. I can see his full frame, and I look, and I say, "Hey, buddy." He goes, "Yeah." I said, "Buddy." Look down at your hand. <laughs> oh, thanks, Dad. He had it in his hand. He That's had awesome. Spider-Man in his hand. And um, I, I think whether you believe in a higher power or you believe in Wes 
you believe in people that just care about you. Like sometimes it's like, man, where where's this thing? Where's this thing? Where's it? When, when, when's life going to get good? When can I have what I need and want? And it's like, hey, just like maybe just look what's in your hand. <laughs> you know, like maybe just uh, oh. Okay, that'll work. You know, maybe it's not exactly what you wanted. Maybe it's not the vision, your, your three-year vision. But I hope today that you've been able to hear some really practical examples from Wes, from Justin, from myself of of how to and how gratitude can fuel uh, what you want someday uh, as, as part of that. So we do want to thank you for listening. And I want to encourage you, if this has been a help or encouragement, if it's equipped you in any practical way, um, we would love for you to return the favor. Uh, go find whatever app you're in. On Spotify, you can give it stars. You can't write a review. Uh, but on Apple, you can leave a review. That's a great way of helping out uh, the show to grow. Uh, so wherever you're, whatever, however you listen to this, uh, or maybe it's on you know Wes's website, uh, send some feedback and let us know how we're helping you. Uh, and we encourage you to continue to listen uh, because we have other episodes uh, related to this topic. And if you want some practical training, I do encourage you to go to westyounglive.com and explore some of those training programs that West has put together. And you can take those at your own pace. Uh, and as always, we really appreciate you listening. And we hope this has been a great encouragement to you uh, as you've listened today. Thanks. <music>